متحمسه سي هي 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 هاو ار يو تشيلن 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 بيزي ويك او يا اولويز يو وركن هارد اور هاردلي وركن هاردلي وركن اولويز Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Architecture Matters Podcast. <laughs> This is your host Anna Luevano with Nicholas Trevino. Yeah, so how's life? How's life? It's really good, actually. You know, Anything? my 25 years are going really great. Okay. I was like, where is she heading with 25 years? Yeah. Like your work anniversary or what? <laughs> work anniversary. You know, it's so funny. My life anniversary. I, I saw um, a post that was like when. <laughs> so there's always there's 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 always that like when 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 the office wants you to have like 20 years of experience. Yeah. And then there's like five year olds on a construction site and it's like a picture. <laughs> But I saw one that was literally a little kid moving um the so they were uh casting like they were cement like mm-hmm. down the like ramp mm-hmm. and like the little kid was helping push it around <laughs> and the cut in the caption was like when when the industry wants you to have 20 years of experience after just graduating for real and this little baby's like pushing <laughs> the thing and putting concrete like putting putting the concrete down like yeah i started working on one year that was so funny that's so funny Dang. all right well this week Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This week, we are going to get in some materials, um, 16 materials every architect needs to know and where to learn about them. So Diana found this off of Arc Daily. If you don't know, Arc Daily is a very popular website that posts about different projects, future projects. It's information whole, like this, you information, know. A bunch of information on different typologies, architects, firms. It's mainly on like new buildings or old buildings and It's, um, how do you say, like, uh, it's an article. Yeah, like the news. Yeah, architecture it's basically news. architecture news and a bunch of drawings. Um, we get a lot of precedents from here if you need, like, their plan sections, diagrams, or to learn about it. Oh, this yeah. is the place. That's a really good this one, This is yeah. the place to be and the place to go. Agree. So we're going to go through them. We're going to read a little bit of what they are and, like, We're going to be informing you and we are going to be learning ourselves. <laughs> yes. So bear with so, us. This was written by Ariana Ziliakus, December 19, So I actually know a little bit about Arc Daily because they, the creator. Um, you was know like, the owner? <laughs> I know him personally. Yeah, he's going to be joining the podcast. I no, wish. he was a guest on Second Studio Podcast. Um, Second Studio Pod. And um, so they started real small, but now they have um, offices in like Spain and Brazil and, uh, you know, I don't like Los Angeles. And, yeah. And so it, they, they grew really large and they're really successful. I know most of the workers are females. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that reminds me of something. What? I thought I took a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I just didn't send it. Um, hold on, guys. Mm-hmm. Bear with me. Um, so pr- uh, recently I saw something on Instagram and I'm talking very slow so I can find it <laughs> that it was re- it was regarding the the ARE exams. The what? 
architecture registration exams. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And let me find it. It was, it's so good. The suspense. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Still haven't found it. Nice. Um. Okay, right here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> all right. I got to. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, so, he's been mentioned on the podcast before, the young architect, Michael Reseda. Mm-hmm. He, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, I just mentioned briefly, he creates this ARE boot camp. Uh, he's called the young architect because he prepares young architects or designers, right? And they go through this boot camp, and he and he teaches them, uh, like how he passed the exams, uh, 4.0, and he he feels like he's taken the 5.0 because, you know, he's been he's been doing this. He hasn't actually taken the 5.0 mm-hmm. that I know of, but like it feels like he has, right? Yeah. And he Dang. does all these uh, conferences, and he just talks, you know, trying to build up a, a better future. Uh, and, and trying to get this generation prepared and make sure that they do the, what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. So this is actually funny. So, uh, oh my gosh, is this it? Oh, okay. So someone uh, added, right, on Instagram, NCARB. NCARB are the people who put on the test. So basically the ARE is like the bar, right? The bar exam for law. You got to pass the bar to become a lawyer. Uh, the ARE is... We need to pass those exams to become a licensed architect. Someone said call to action and they added NCARB, which is the National Council of Architectural Registration Boards. They should, uh, so NCARB should waive all exam fees for black test takers through 2030 to support the goal of 5,000 licensed black architects by the end of this decade. Let's get some um, equitable support to make this happen. Mm-hmm. NCARB reposted this and they said, thank you to everyone who shared this person's uh, T-L-H-U-G-E-S-0-0. So T-L-H-U-G-E-S-0-0. Thank you for everyone who shared their call to action. We hear you. And NCARB has been actively looking into how we can better support ARE5 candidates. In 2022, we're launching free practice tests for all six divisions to help offset the cost of prep materials, which disproportionately impact people of color, according to our joint study with uh, NOMA National. Mm-hmm. Please share additional suggestions at ncarb.org slash licensing feedback. So many people have a problem with NCARB because... This. I mean, think about it. To open an account is a hundred bucks per month, right? Uh, or per year. Per year, yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of fees. So if, if yeah, you fail, like everything is fees. Yeah, like, everything's fees. Fuck, if you fail the test, you have to pay to, to to get it retaken, and it's like it's like fourteen hundred for all the tests. Yeah, exactly. It's like two thirty five, and like retaking is another two thirty five. Yeah, and rescheduling is like more money. Yeah. And this and that, right? So Michael Reseda on Young Architect uh, XPDX on his Instagram, he put like, we hear you, right? In quotes and carb. And then he's laughing, right? Because the call to action was specifically to have free tests for black, um, 
right? People who are black African, mm-hmm. of whatever you want to call, right? Whatever you want to call them, whatever they want to call themselves, right? But for people who are black, right? Free test by 2030. And That's, I would even go as far as for women too. There's right? something that um, kind of not concerns me, but a little bit. It's like for black people, I get it. I'm not a racist. I'm Mexican. Mm-hmm. But they should just not, there should not be colors, you know, yeah. we're all humans. They should be like no, for just sure. in general. But if you, but if you like, if I mean, it's reality that most architects are white males. I agree right? on white that. Older males. I think it should There's, just be like what they say, like all colors. Like, yeah, where are we a freaking rainbow? <laughs> That's true. But like, the fact <laughs> is, there's not a lot of black licensed architects, and I would even go as far as yeah. women, right? So, ar- ar- I so, agree so on these the women, pe- yeah, these people are saying. You know, let's do fr- uh, let's waive all the exam fees for black test takers all the way to the year 2030. So we get a goal of 5000 black licensed architects by the end of the decade. Mm-hmm. And Carb saying we hear you. So we're going to do free practice tests for all six tests. <laughs> it's like that's not what they asked for. Exactly. They asked for free testing. Oh my God. And, and like like. Like, I think it's great for free practice tests. Free practice tests? That should be already a thing, that's it, Honestly, yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. It's going to help people, but that's not solving the issue. Yeah. And just that, I just thought of that. And I was like, dang, like, something needs to change. Because they're just trying to get money. If yeah, they really care about, about diversity money. and getting no, more like, people licensed. The thing is, like, not about diversity, but they should worry of like appreciate that it's not about the money but it's about like who, the person that's like want to actually be doing something for the world you know mm-hmm. as architects 100 percent. not about that shit yep yeah so that's our little rant on that that just pissed me off let's get into it all right 16 <laughs> materials that every architect uh needs to know you know i would have think well when i was reading i didn't know concrete was gonna be the number one Mm. Boys, they start with concrete, right? That's because everybody knows it. And it's the most Yeah, used. but it's I don't know. I would have think that's the last one or something. Right. So, oh, oh my bad. Right. So, a building's... So, part of this is we're going to talk about it. Part of it is we're going to read it. So, a building's materiality is what our bodies make direct contact with. The cold metal handle, the warm wooden wall, the, the hard glass window. This is so true. Every time I go to a museum or I'm in an open house or... Or if I'm looking at a, if I go visit an architectural building, I just have the urge. It's like, man, I got to touch the concrete. I agree because whenever I, I think I said this before, but I don't know. But like whenever I have my house, I want to make sure that it has enough like texture mm-hmm. material. Like I want to feel that naturally, you know? Yeah. Not really putting a paint mm-hmm. or cover it with something. No, like it has to be natural. Mm-hmm. I love I love like sandblasted smooth concrete. It's just it's mm-hmm. so appealing. Steel like the coldness of feeling agree. the steel. Mm-hmm. It's just so nice. So the number one that uh, they start material with, yeah. that they start with is concrete. And concrete is the most widely used uh, building material in the world, um, making it a good uh, starting material to get to know. However. It also has significant environmental impacts, including a carbon footprint of up to 5% of worldwide emissions. Which isn't good. Yeah, that's really... 
right? I, don't, I mean, I, I'm assuming 5% is 5% seems low, right? But of the world emission, maybe it's high, yeah. right? But it's saying that it, it leaves a, a carbon footprint, which isn't sustainable, right? So that's yeah. the thing. It has a significant environmental impact. So it also says that to get to know all about the designing con with concrete, the Concrete Center has a collection of useful reports, many of which are free with registration. You see NCARB? Free. Exactly. <laughs> um, and if you go to this on Arc Daily, it's called 16 Materials Every Architect Needs, needs to know. know, and in parentheses, and where to learn about them, by Ariana Zilicus. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a hyperlink to what Diana just said. So concrete is basically a mixture of what, right? Like aggregate, um, aggregates, water, mm -hmm. and the the thing I totally forgot. Is it sand? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe. What is concrete made of? <laughs> we got to say correct, right? Uh, concrete is a composite material composed of fine and coarse aggregated bonded together with a fluid cement that hardens over time. There you go. Just so people know. The second material is wood. Wood is one of the oldest and most traditional building materials around the world uh, using, uh, of course, timber, right? The material is beginning to take on new forms thanks to engineered wood products and with high-rise buildings, which is quite interesting, mm -hmm. and even translucent properties. I've actually seen a translucent wood. Super really? freaky, weird. Like you could use wood as glass because it's transparent. And I haven't seen that. Glass is super expensive. So, I mean, that makes so much sense. Dang. Yep. Um, the diverse material is being taken to new heights. Uh, there's a hyperlink here. Rethink Wood has a great collection of resources to learn about and help architects design with wood. So concrete is, it could basically be used for everything. I mean, I mean, at the foundation, every, you know, yeah, it, you use, you use concrete, one, right? For sure. For wood, it's mainly used for single family, residential, multifamily, residential duplexes. I mean, anything housing is, is yeah. Or like wood could be used other floor, materials floors. too. Yeah. Any other materials to too, but it's wood framing, uh, heavy timber, um, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So that's cool. Very. Still, the city skylines, as we know, them oh, the city skylines as we know them exploded out of our discovery of steel, mm. commonly used for reinforcement, but serving as a beautiful skin in several examples. I agree that is nice, mm -hmm. you know, because when it's exposed, mm. it looks super Ex cool, clean. Structure is beautiful. Yeah, um, the wiki. Uh, steel construction that info offers everything you could possibly need to know about designing with steel and and if history class serves me well right so steel mm -hmm. became a huge thing because uh i don't know what year right you could look it up mm -hmm. but the the chicago fire once that happened i mean they rebuilt downtown all the architects from new york and the east coast they all f flooded to chicago because of the fire and that's where the job opportunities were and of course yeah wood because they thought that steel i mean it is really good with with fire right wood right? is combustible so that's why the whole city lit on fire for whatever caused it right so then they designed and started building with steel material i'm sure it was a thing at that time um, but this is the chicago fire is really what made it a big deal they started doing these skyscrapers and in, in steel and metal yeah so the steel was not invented into the 1860s and became widely available in the 70s mm. wow 
The next uh, number four is plastic. So although this may seem like a cheap option, right? Unsustainable material to some, one should not be so quick to judge the possibilities that plastic holds. We produce so much of it. Why not recycle it? So yep. that's that's true. We have so much plastic Honestly, waste. You could recycle it and yeah. be using it. For I've been seeing design. It. I've been seeing it more and more in Facebook and posts, mm. and like a lot of people are doing like good things with plastic. Mm. You know, making them re reusable, even making like uh, making blocks or like mm. putting in the floors. I've, I've seen something where you know how landfills they they do the cubes of trash mm -hmm. like people have used that for like walls for like building material yeah exactly and they clad it in something and yeah. i think it's um how do you say it um it's uh insulation like it's basically like it's insulated it's like mm -hmm. natural insulation or something i don't know but That's um really cool. yeah it's pretty interesting so i mean there's bioplastics and there's 3d printing mm -hmm. which icon uh, is doing in austin uh, it's a it's a company they're 3d printing homes for the homeless and they 3d print with i'm sure plastic maybe but they I, they definitely do it with with concrete um so it's pretty interesting uh the american chemistry council has a great overview of plastics as a material as well as a rundown a rundown of their major uses in architecture uh and there's links to further resources for each i think um plastics should be like more more used or more like used and even more like in the firms because i think we said before that not a lot of firms do like 3d printing mm -hmm. but like i think it should be a thing you know they it's should definitely like becoming like v it. vr and 3d printing is definitely becoming a thing now yeah. that's for sure so the next one is stone another material use over generations in certain geographical locations around the world Stone has a wide diversity of textures, colors, and strengths. Sorry. I feel like this one should have been first. Why? It's more ancient. Yeah. Right? If you, uh, this, you know Stonehenge. Yeah. It's like the sundial or, or a calendar. It's like, it's like stone was like found before mm -hmm. concrete was invented or found. Yeah. Like stone is like number one, I think. The people, they, they were using stone before anything else, I yeah. think. Or dirt. <laughs> They're using dirt first. <laughs> so dirt should have been first. Stone yeah. should have been second. So despite its heavy, solid materiality, one can still work with it to achieve diverse forms. Mm. That's I, I like the heaviness of stone. It, it really grounds your project and then like light yeah. structure above it. Yeah, like right now we usually put stone in, in the buildings. Like Texas, in the bottom. Texas limestone? Oh. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. oh. Dang. Beautiful. I've seen more stone in like right now they put it like outside on like landscaping mm -hmm. as stone blocks to mm. see people to sit. That's nice too. I think it's nice. Yeah, it has it's not a, as bad. Many different uh, uses. Yeah, that's a good thing. The Building Stone Institute has a variety of resources, including fact sheets, specification sheets for many of the most common types of stone used in construction. A hundred, probably thousands of different types of stones. I yeah. wouldn't be able to tell you. Textiles, number six. Textiles has been explored most commonly using tensile structures. However, there's a whole range of opportunities. Using this material, load-bearing chairs, inflatable spaces, fabric casting, and wooden fabrics, amongst others. Fabric Architecture Magazine has a collection of technical articles for architects, while their resource guide provides a comprehensive overview of the products on the market in this category. 
you know, they, they put a picture of, of an example. That looks cool. It looks very cool. I just don't... I think it's the roof plus the glass facade. Something's going on here. Mm-hmm. I don't Definitely know gonna like research more yeah, about textiles because I haven't. Because can you imagine? Well, as students, you know, we should be researching. This will be yeah. good because can you imagine going and like putting, let's say you're doing textiles on your project and mm-hmm. I don't know, you're trying to make it more, a little different. Because mm-hmm. usually, like, what do you get? Glass, concrete, wood. In That's like it. schools, That's like nobody's it. like thinking of plastic. And nobody's yeah, thinking w- when of. When we're looking at textile structures, like think of like tensile structures, mm-hmm. right? Like if we're looking at um t- textile as a material, mm-hmm. look at uh, research ten- tensile structures. Um, it's these thin, m- like metal. Uh, wires strings, wire, strings yeah. mm-hmm. that's creating this structure uh, it's very lightweight i think most of this one is like um i guess for like our exhibitions or people do architectural exhibitions with that kind of Te- stuff. temporary structures yeah temporary pavilions structures. yeah a yeah. lot of, a lot of that uh, glass glass or most used material to achieve transparency and light is without a daft glass. Until transparent wood comes into the picture. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> I'm going to Google that and I want to see. Like, uh, I've never seen that before. You, I got you. Hold on, if it's going. cheaper, I'm going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it myself. One of the most commonly used facade elements is contemporary architect- architecture. Oh, it's it's like opaque. The opaque, the 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 transparent. Uh, I mean, can wood. you imagine having that as like partition walls in your house? Clean, right? That'll be nice. Super clean. Okay, <gasps> real quick. Transparent wood composites are novel wood materials which have up to ninety percent transparency. Some have much better mechanical properties than wood itself. They were made for the first time in 1992. These materials are significantly more biodegradable than glass and plastics, which means they they decompose, right? Mm-hmm. They they break down a lot easier. So mm-hmm. like plastic can last like a hundred years or more, and it's still plastic, right? But this one will break down and I guess go into the earth like a lot easier. Yeah. Transparent wood is also shatterproof. What? Dang. Yeah, that's clean. I don't know if it could be how how much it could be warped. Yeah, you know one thing windshields? I really want to do in my life is going to one of these manufacturers and, and see, see how it's made. Not like I mean, obviously I can Google that and like YouTube, watch it in yeah. YouTube, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube University. But nothing is better than experiencing, oh, you know, sure. like in person. For sure. So yeah, that's glass. So uh, some are taking it a step further for glass, um, attempting to extend its properties to create intelligent responsive glass. The PPG Glass Education Center is a great place to learn more about that. What do you think about that? I mean, responsive glass is probably like, you know, when when the sun's hitting it, maybe the glass like changes opacity mm-hmm. or becomes like translucent or stuff like that, like depending on if sun's hitting it or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Brick. Uh, so despite brick's rigidness, rectangular shape made to fit in your hand, brick architecture has been shown to create beautiful structures with the right craftsmanship. Uh, innovation, innovative thinkers are also finding new ways to incorporate active sustainability into the small building elements. The Brick Development Association has a collection of resources for learning more about brick. 
There's one. I like brick. Yeah, well, I don't like brick. I don't like not brick. as much, but sometimes when there's definitely cool things you can do with it. There's this project in, if I can remember correctly, it's in Colombia, and I think it's a school, and it's made out of brick. Mm. So the architect changed the the patterns of the brick mm. to create like a different like not movement, but like the transition mm -hmm. of not the same old, same old, but mm -hmm. like it looks really cool. It's all brick and like it has these different patterns. But I think whenever you use it correctly, yeah, you, you know, it, it looks correctly. nice. There's the typical traditional way and yeah. there's unique ways what you're speaking of. Mm -hmm. There's a mosque where there's like a curved corridor mm -hmm. and the brick, it, the, the building's not enclosed and the brick is being shifted where I think um, you know how the brick has mm -hmm. the, the the hole, the void through it, right? Yeah. Like it's allowing light in and you can see through and it's just being, you know, it's being um, uh, aggregated in a, in a unique way. It's not just a typical stacking. And I think that's when it's it's pretty interesting. One brick I actually know about is uh, the heinous brick. Mm -hmm. It's a Texas brick and like it, it has a different um, texture or like look and feel to it. Uh, which is which is pretty interesting. Yeah, it looks nice. I'm not a big fan of brick, but of course, anything can be when it's done correctly. It could look really nice. Yeah, and then the colors too. Mm -hmm. Kevlar. Kevlar is uh, like military grade, right? Like um, st uh, string. String. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, it's a material stronger than metal body armor, with awesome tensile strength. So it's real strong, but it can also span really long. Kevlar is yeah. uh, certainly an, an asset when building large structures with a less rigid composition than steel. However, it could reform the way we think of large load-bearing structures. As, as a still relatively new material, there are few comprehensive information sources on Kevlar architectural applications, but this article and this snippet of the book Material Architecture by John Fernandez are good places to start. I don't really know any, any structures but I feel like using this Kevlar. Would be a good example for like, like a pergola maybe, and putting this as mm -hmm. you know like, like a roof, mm -hmm. you know, cover it all with with Kevlar. Because if you Google it, nice uh, eventually they can create this like, it's like patches. Mm full with it so it's thick like let's say like a trampoline right um what isn't like bulletproof vests that's called kevlar oh i don't know i never just went no me <laughs> but neither but like in video games like like it's it's, Kev video games. it's kevlar like they're oh well, there you that's go maybe strong mm -hmm. so it's not necessarily strings but like it could be yeah it can be formed to be like 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 a like a material yeah, you can make it into, the same into, it doesn't have to Any. be wire or or string it can be can you imagine making flat. this like cool structure in rhino and like percent and it's like oh nice and then you're using oh, kevlar so what, what material are you gonna use oh you know just you know, we're gonna use kevlar no biggie yeah Yo, be like, man, What's kevlar? revolutionary <laughs> Bamboo. Mm. I never use bamboo. I'm pretty sure it's like cool. No, bam bamboo's nice. It's very flexible. Um dang it. What was um what is it called when you use local material? Aranha was all about it. Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember. 
But bamboo is, is definitely one of them. So bamboo usage is generally dedicated by the geographical location of the architectural Oh, dictated by the geographical location of the architectural project in locations where bamboo makes sense. Also, like you, you can put bamboo in Texas. Yeah, can you? It's an incredible, flexible, strong, sustainable material that can be useful in many ways. You need a machete to be chopping that down. Yeah, right. I mean, it would be to the jungle. well. I've, nah, I've seen this. I haven't seen like an actual building. I know there's a lot of buildings I've seen made pictures, of bamboo. Yeah, but like movies. I've seen them more in like Tropical. furniture. Oh, you know, made mm. of bamboo and like. I definitely. I mean, it's still wood. At the end of the day, you're not going to be using it for like taller structures. But it's a different type of wood. No, for sure. I see these more like in beach, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. See yeah. That. Tropical areas, mm. furniture, definitely. Yeah. Carbon fiber. So reflecting everything about our new material endeavors is carbon fiber. It is five times stronger than steel, twice as stiff, weighing significantly less. What? The, co the composition of carbon fiber makes it flexible to work with, allowing it to take shape from surfaces to rods, depending on your requirements. Dang. Why is carbon fiber not used? If it's five times stronger than steel, twice as stiff, and weighs less, it's Ooh. probably a lot more expensive. Yeah, maybe. that's why it's not used. It's I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, number twelve, photovoltaic cells. What is this? Pretty interesting. All right, mm -hmm. let me tell you. With all the high rising soaring high above the earth, right? We all these high rises. Um, it's a wonderful photovoltaic facades haven't become a norm. Mm, interesting. Mm. So, due to the evolution of this technology. Cells may no longer have to be locked in place on the roof. The International Energy Agency's design handbook for photovoltaics in buildings is available for free online. For free. I love, <laughs> love free. No for, clue No clue what it is. It doesn't really explain it. I'm not going to get into it. Photovoltaic Photovoltaic facades. No, facades. Or no, just, yeah, yeah, cells. My bad. Photovoltaic cells. Oh, well, because you're taking a little too long. <laughs> Whatever. So the next one, guess which, what is the next one? No, no, no. What is photovoltaic oh, cells? I thought you were talking about that. Nah. <laughs> a solar cell or photovoltaic cell is an electrical device that converts the energy. So, oh, so solar panels. Solar panels. Ew, why can't I just put solar panels? <laughs> why you got to make it? See, that's, that's, that's architects using the jargon to make it, yeah. make them sound smarter than they are or whatever. Yeah, basically that's what it is. The next one is Mother Earth. Mother Earth. Earth is among the oldest building materials we can think of. Oh, so it's not even stone, it's earth. This should have been first. Got you. Yeah, well, that's why I said dirt was first, so yeah. earth is oh, first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the oldest building materials we can think of due to its almost universal accessibility and relative ease of use. At small scales. Almost universal? Almost. It's definitely so, universal. I guess There's not. earth everywhere. It's capable what of being you? compressed into module, modules. Modules. As well as creating uh, freeform services, all of which can eventually return to the earth with ease. I'm going to sound like I have no clue what I talk about. But um, what's, uh, you know, out in the desert in Arizona, they use 
this type of material it's it's earth right so like during the day it's really cool but at night Mm-hmm. It's warm because what was the material called? Oh I just God. said it in my in my. I was thinking of that. Um, damn it! <laughs> so basically, I know, um, I the material, like the, the actually. walls are so thick, oh, and and they're made out of earth. Yeah, I know. and during the day, right? So the heat, so the sun is hitting the wall, but because of the Adobe, Adobe, yeah, because of the that's not on here. No, I was looking in this. That's not. interesting. So Adobe basically like the it's it's made out of rammed earth, mm. rammed earth and Adobe. Mm. Man, that just popped in my head. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so basically, the sun is hitting the rammed earth, mm. and it takes a very long time for the heat to transfer on the inside. So when so during the day yeah, usually, it's very cool, yeah. But then at night the heat finally penetrates gets, and gets inside so it's warm at night mm-hmm. so this is really yeah, good the walls and, and are deserts like and thick 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 yeah yeah so rammed earth um uh, clay adobe stuff like that yeah. they're very popular in in like you know texas or new mexico arizona i'm sure in mexico and, and other hot places in the earth yeah they usually have that mm-hmm. um actually my grandma's house is made of concrete and adobe oh nice and it doesn't like over there you don't have air condition or whatever mm-hmm. so well, that's it's natural is natural ventilation yeah it's, it's, it's natural insulation yeah. so we, sometimes it's really cold at night mm-hmm. we talked about this one waste i actually saw a lot of posts on this one of making several they made like a school mm. with this so let's say that they created the the frame mm. and then inside instead of putting insulation they put a lot of um bottles empty mm. bottles but like inside they were putting trash yeah, that's kind of what I was telling you at the landfills. Yeah. They do these these cubes of landfills. That's what the this brand. It's super interesting, yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, you can even, like, of course, we're talking about, like, real, real world applications, like, real building construction. Mm-hmm. But you can even relate this back to education and studio. Um, yeah, exactly. You like, can use let's say that plastic, you want to be you use waste. sustainable, uh-huh. right? You in can your use problem. that to demonstrate, you know, in your models, in, your, in the models. Yeah, it would be nice. Can you imagine? Like, oh, this yeah. person actually like researched yeah. how to make it happen, and, and, like, and your drawings don't really show it, but maybe there's one detail that actually shows, or you have some images showing it. Mm-hmm. Um, because like one, like you, you didn't you do like a bottle thing? Or, oh yeah, or yeah. bottle caps. Mm-hmm. And I've done like I've used matches mm-hmm. to to create like different uh, elevations and like to show topography and stuff like that. And yeah. it's, it's cheap. And it's a good way of to use your resources. That's so cool. waste. Mm-hmm. We produce a huge amount of waste covering a huge range of materials. But getting to know your waste is an excellent idea for future architects. Whether it's converting cigarette butts into building materials or plastic bottles to earthquake resistant walls. Dang. Recycling is something to be admired, of course. Yeah. I feel like just recycling is like, well, no duh, we should do it. That. It, it's like no like nobody makes a big deal or thinks it's so important because like well yeah no doubt we should recycle like it's good yeah so it's just kind of like normal so no one really thinks about like oh wow that's like revolutionary but it is yeah it's just the norm for us straw <laughs> creating a passive thermal environment shield shielding from rain and blending into small natural surroundings are just a few things that straw is good at what it's no wonder um thatched roofs thatched roofs oh that's this we're so popular what that's that 
Oh. It's like the hairy roof. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Those. Yeah, like if you connect that one with the bamboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bamboo structures have those thatched roofs, which are straws. Dang. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> I thought that was concrete. Like the pictures are like out of, like they feel out of order. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, and the, the last, last one, one is organic materials. It has a picture of like a beehive. Pretty interesting. So with the massive loss of habitats happening around the world, getting to know organic structures created by animals is something that's best to do sooner rather than later. So that's why there's a picture of this beehive or even beaver dams, right? They're using like the local natural materials or organic materials. Mm-hmm. Um, not only can we learn from their use of materials, it also opens up opportunities for us to coexist through incorporating their organic materials in our in our architecture. So I mean, it's like, you know, the... Oh my gosh. Like cotton. Right? Cotton, right? I mean, yeah, we're using natural materials, but I was gonna say, like, you look at look at life and like these honeycomb structures, right? The hexagons, like mm-hmm. it works in real life, it can work at a bigger scale. So we can use plastics or uh, organic materials or steel or whatever concrete using this strategy, right? Oh, I using see. using mm-hmm. this shape mm-hmm. and and creating this structure, mm-hmm. um, like it 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 works for them, like it can work for us. Yeah. So we can look at nature and see as an how example. as an example of yeah. how this structure can be uh, used or built just in a larger scale. Yeah, we should appreciate more. Yeah. So as with all materials, accessibility and cost always play a huge role. Uh, there are sure to be materials not on the list. Uh, that would be obvious options in certain parts of the world. So be sure to get to know the materials around you in addition to these, and you'll be sure to have a complete resource. Yeah. Finally, if you're looking for a resource to specify products of a project, why not try our daily's product catalog? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're checking that out maybe yeah. we should go into it oh wow yeah so if you click that link there's architecture and construction products um bathrooms yeah i mean there's a it's bunch of big like interior yeah i mean arc daily is just awesome there's there's a bunch you can be on there for days um but yeah that's why it's called arc daily because daily daily Cause they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in and we hope you enjoyed it dinner on you (laughs) (laughs) thank you to everybody that listens to us we really appreciate you yes guys thank you thank you thank you we appreciate it uh every week every monday new episodes so tune in and look forward to it and go like our stuff on instagram oh yeah share 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 tell us hi tell us hi (laughs) Uh, you know, if you guys want to be on podcast, you have any topics, conversations, or questions, feel free to DM us on Architect Arc Matters Podcast. Yeah.
Hey guys, thank you for listening to another week's episode of Architecture Matters Podcast. We really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Uh, we put out new episodes every Monday on some platforms. Yep. You can uh, listen to us in Google Podcast, um, Spotify for sure. Uh, now on YouTube, if yep, you want to see us. Some episodes are on YouTube. Yeah, we're starting to to get to get there. Yep, see D- Diana's beautiful face. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also on Apple, uh, Radio Public, mm-hmm. uh, Breaker, Anchor, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. If you guys would like to be a guest on the podcast, feel free to uh, DM us on Arc Matters Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you have any... Uh, ideas, topics of conversations, questions, feel free to DM us and we'd love to hear from you.